0: Welcome to the Fat Talks Podcast, here we will share lessons to help you on your business and fitness journey. I'll be sharing practical solutions from building my business and having mind-opening conversations with amazing personalities too. My name is Tomi Rotimi. I'm the founder and creative director of Exclamations by Tomi Rotimi, a proudly Nigerian premium ready-to-wear brand I founded almost two decades ago. I'm also the author of the best-selling book, Fat Transfer from Waistline to Bottom Line, a book on life lessons for fitness and business. Welcome to Fat Talks. Hello, welcome to another episode of Fat Talks. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for always tuning in. Um, I want to say a big thank you to everybody who tuned in last week, especially. It was the first time I recorded in a long time, and it was refreshing to see that um, we had a lot of listeners for that episode. So thank you so very much. Today, I want to talk a little bit about something I've been thinking about. Um, Maybe it's because I'm getting older, or maybe it's just... Um, a topic that seems to be trending right now. Maybe it's just the way the whole world is going. But I want to talk about doing less. You know, I think I've talked about this before, but I think I want to talk about it in a different context. And I'm talking about it in relation to the long-term health of our businesses. And the long-term health of our businesses is actually something that can also be determined by our present health, the long-term health of our bodies and our minds, and the habits that we are putting into practice now. So as I go along, I think you'll understand what I mean. So this episode is about securing the long-term health of our businesses. The irony is that a lot of the things we need to do now to secure the long-term health of our businesses have nothing to do with grinding too hard. Now, there is a place for hard work. There is no getting around that. You have to work hard. You have to put in the time and invest the energies. If you have goals to achieve, if you're trying to build a legacy, build a big business, Then you have to work hard. But I think there's a difference between working hard and grinding, you know, and maybe this is just the way I see things. But I think sometimes we grind to the detriment of our health. I think that's the difference. Working hard for me involves also working smart. And I think beyond working smart, it also involves trusting a process, Beyond trusting a process, it also involves investing time and knowing that there's a requisite period of time that must be invested in a project or in a brand or in an endeavor to eventually see um, the kind of results that we want to see. What I find with a lot of us, and I'm also guilty of this, is that we think grind can replace time. And because we think grind can replace time, we are looking at our businesses in the short term. So we say, if I can do this in a week, in two weeks, I can achieve this in a year. If I can do this, I can get this in a month. You know, we are looking at our businesses in terms of its short-term goals. And when this is your thing then you have to grind extra hard because now you're running against the clock and time is not on your side. But for me, working hard also involves being wise and also involves being realistic with the kind of goals you attach to time. You know, So that is the context of this episode. The things we need to do to safeguard the long-term health of our businesses involves working hard, which in this particular context means working smart, working intelligently and respecting the process and also respecting the time that it will take to achieve, okay? So what are the things you need to do? Number one, sleep sleep so many of us take pride in sleeping you know in not sleeping you know a lot of us take pride in or not sleeping enough right and while this might be something that people might seem to admire you for those people are not doing you any favors because the truth of the matter is lack of sleep sleep deprivation is bad for your health, it's bad for your mental well-being it's bad for your creativity bad for your for your brain health, bad for your mind, and if it is something you keep up. The long-term state of your health will be jeopardized. This is really just a Google away. All you need to do is to search, search on Google to see what's the long-term, what's the long-term consequence of sleep deprivation. You see things like hypertension and strokes, and um, you know even your brain health is compromised, right? And if this is the case. If somehow you manage to go sleep deprived just because you think that you need to burn the midnight oil and you need to, you can't justify um you know your achievements or you can't justify your efforts towards your achievements you know by you know locking in eight hours of sleep no. No, that is not um, a smart way of doing business. It's not a smart way of working. It's not an intelligent way of working. It's not a way that is considering the long-term health of you or your business. So the next time you are working extra hard, you're working way into the the morning, into the wee hours of the morning, you're working long hours into the dead of night, right? And you're not getting the amount of sleep you need on a regular basis. Like, I know sometimes this is inevitable. Sometimes you have certain targets that mean that you have to, you know, um, maybe sleep less or or go to bed later, you know. You know, I tease that whenever I have a big project, like when I was writing my book, when I was creating my online course, but sometimes even when I'm creating um, a collection and I have a deadline, I find that the best times for me to work Ah, uh, in the very early hours of the morning, um so I find myself waking up about three a m you know, just so I can get those extra two three hours in before everybody wakes up. Now, this is not something I do all the time. I only do this when I have certain project deadlines to meet, right, and even then, if I know that if I'm a bit more um efficient in the use of my time. I may not even need to do this, right? So I'm not talking about not doing this at all, but don't make it a habit because for you to succeed, you may need to actually sleep. Sometimes hard work involves sleeping more, you know? So I want you to go and do your research on sleeping and sleep deprivation and to see how this affects your mental health and by extension, the long-term health of your business. The second thing I think you need to do for the long-term health of your business is find something else to do. I know the irony, right? There are going to be a lot of ironies in this particular episode. Find something else to do. And by something else, I mean pick up a habit. Pick up a habit. Find something new to do. Um, Explore some other talents or skills that you have, and do that, don't do it for money, do it for impact, do it for joy, do it to support a cause, whatever, don't do it for money, so take away the pressure of making money from that, and just do it, it is an amazing thing, not only will you discover another side of yourself, but you will also find that the creativity from this project, or this new habit, or this new hobby um that is growing organically because we don't have the pressure of um you know making money if you haven't made it commercial that will rub off on your money making gig as well you know and besides it will it will also create an avenue for you to distress right taking the pressure of making money from a thing makes it truly pleasurable. And in that regard, your only goal is pleasure. Your only goal is pleasure and impact and enjoyment and joy and all the other good stuff. It's not about money, so you're not forced to commercialize things. You stay authentic, you stay patient, you stay true, you know. And it will help you become a more wholesome person. It will help you become a more um interested person right with new perspectives this is something that i have done quite well in the last 2 years and i am super super grateful um you know i had mentioned in previous episodes some of the things i had done you know that were just to feed my joy just to make me happy just to open me to a new universe just to help me explore other sides to myself discover myself Those things have made me a better fashion entrepreneur. It really has. You know, um, I talked about joining a book club because I wanted to get better at reading more fiction. And through that book club, I met an an amazing group of women. I've been open to a new um, universe. It's been amazing. You know, um, I've written two books in the last um, two, three years. Um, I just released my second published book, Some Many Parts. All these things I'm doing, writing books, um, even recording the podcast, my newsletters, those things are not commercial ventures. You know, even creating my online, because they are not commercial ventures. Yes, I sell them, but they are not commercial ventures. I do these things to explore the sides of my creativity, to open me up to a new universe, to make things... um. My my life a be more wholesome and more interesting, right? I do this to give back as well, not necessarily to make money. Do I make money out of these things? Yes, when I sell my books, I make money. Yes, when I sell my online courses, I make money. But the amount of effort that I put in these things, you know, makes them a level of love beyond even making them a money-making venture. You know, but what I've also received from these platforms have been invaluable, you know, so to do better at your business, do more of something else. That's the irony in that one, right, and that one really works, you know, um, so get yourself a hobby, get yourself a hobby, and you will be surprised that it will make you overall even a better entrepreneur, better at whatever your core business is, right, okay. Um, What else should you do? Um, Make friends with younger people. I know, I'm sure some of you have heard this before, but it really is true. There's such a thing as um, friends across different generations. And this, I think, is even more important than making friends um, within the same type of, Mindsets, you know a lot of us make friends with ourselves the kind of people that we are friends with are people who share our values who share our point of view who move within the same network while there's a place for this in terms of building a community you know most definitely you should be you should be closest to people who share your values but this i'm not talking about i'm talking about age now you know make friends with people outside of your generation younger people. And also, make friends with people older. From one generation, you are going to to learn um, about more. You're going to learn about things that are trending. You're going to learn about things that are trending that you might be a bit out of. You're going to learn fresh perspectives on things that maybe you are a little bit more rigid on. Um, you're going to also find that the youth rubs off on you, okay, and not take yourself all too seriously. You're going to get an education that is current and relevant and on the cusp of what is going on. So make friends with younger people. You know, one of my best friends at the moment um, is about, I would say it's about seven years younger than me, six, seven years younger than me. And being friends with her, has really colored my life. On the other side of the spectrum, another one of my very, very best friends is about um, 16 years, about 16 years, yes, about 16 years older than me as well. And from her, I have learned wisdom way beyond my years. And uh, she has really, really helped me in becoming a deeper more wholesome person I've expanded the way I think, giving me perspective. So there's a balance between being friends with somebody who is much younger and friends with somebody who is much older. And I think there's a lot to gain from these two perspectives. Um, my friend who is older has gone ahead of me in many areas, beyond even just business. And she's able to give advice and perspective and help me guide against some um bumps in the road that she has experienced and my friend that is that is younger has helped me keep some of my ideas fresh and helped me see um, my business and myself within a bigger context um, and that has been really really special and I re- I really cherish these two relationships so find friends to be a better entrepreneur for the long-term health of your business Make friends with younger people and make friends with older people. This will probably be one of my best advices to you because this is something that has really, really, really helped me. You know, and that's it. That's it for today's episode. That's it for today's episode. Um, I really do hope you listen to this again and take on a lot of the things that I have mentioned. Next week, I am going to be talking about my book. I'm going to be talking, that episode would all be, would be all about some of many parts. If you follow me on Instagram, you know I have started um, a mini campaign um, promoting the book. And I'm talking a lot about some of the things around the book, who the book was written for. Um, I'm sharing reviews. I'm sharing excerpts. You know, uh, um, I'm sharing pictures of people who have bought the book and posting it up. It's all so very exciting. Um, It's taken me four years to write this book. So now that it's finally done, I am beyond excited. So next week, I'm going to be talking all about the book, Some of Many Parts. Um, For those of you who are asking how you can get the book, which is a fictional memoir about my life, um, a season in my life, Um, All you need to do is go to my website, TomiRotimi.com or get the book on Amazon. The links to getting the book are also in my bio on my Instagram page. If you're not following my Instagram page, please do. My handle is Tomi.Rotimi. So that is it for today. That's all for today. I look forward to speaking to you again next week. Speak to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to my podcast. This was an amazing episode. Please subscribe to the podcast anywhere you get your podcast. Also buy the book. Fat Transfer from Westline to Bottom Line is available on Amazon and also on www.tomirutemi.com I would love to hear from you. Let me know what resonated with you in the episode or in the book by tagging me on Instagram at tomirutemi or tag the book page fattransfer.com by Tommy. Looking forward to the next episode. Tune in please. Thank you and bye.